Hello out there. Rochelle here with another episode of Unabashed You, where we as women get to talk about stuff with a shout out to the men listening. We're grateful for your encouragement. The one platform I like to record on was not cooperating with me today, so I went to my plan B. Please know going in, there are a few sound glitches you will notice. We did our best, and thanks for your patience. You will enjoy hearing the conversation Tammy and I had. She is a joyous, intentional woman with deep thoughts and a loving heart. While we started out with one topic, we ended up heading into some other ones as well that represent compassion and positivity, things we can do too. this woman, Tammy, when we were girls, young teenagers, really. We both belonged to a theater group for youth. I don't remember how or when we clicked, but we did. And as new friends do, we spent time together outside of class and being in plays, sleepovers, laughs, girl talk. We were close. Then time marches on and we lost touch. This is where the benefits of social media come in. Years later, we reconnected, and I hope will remain so for many years to come. Welcome, Tammy. Oh, thank you. It's so, so good to see you and hear your voice, and it's like old times. (laughs) Yes, exactly, and I love that. I love this. So these are the good sides of technology, because we were talking about before we got on the air, sort of uh, the fact that we didn't grow up with that and our children are growing up with that and how different that is. So we're going to take a couple of minutes here to get to know you. What would you like our listeners to know about you by means of an introduction? Uh, well, I, I live in New York City and I have a 16-year-old daughter and husband and... Like everyone else, fortunately, with the virus and um, you know everything else that goes along with just just living our lives in, in today's world of of politics and good things and bad things. And I think I'm well, I know I'm happy to say that thank goodness we're all okay. Yes, absolutely. That's it's good to know. What three words would you use to describe yourself? Gosh, um, optimistic. Uh, joyful, and most of the time, very positive. (laughs) That's good. Right. We can't be positive all the time, right? We have to have our little moments. (laughs) Yes. It's a part of what else? Yes. It's a part of being a person, a part of being real. All right. A fictional, and I love those, by the way, and I, I can totally see those in you and more. What fictional female character inspires you? You know, it's funny. I I was thinking about, well, gosh, how will I answer a question like that? And I think for me, uh, it would be Anne Marie and Mary Richards. Oh, (laughs) that's so perfect. Because my answer was Mary Richards. Really? (laughs) But Anne Marie, for those who don't know, is the main character from That Girl. 
which is a show that we both grew up with. And of course, um, the Mary Tyler Moore show as well. And that's Mary Richards. I love that answer. That's so great. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Such a great funny. It's so funny because what? Living in New York. You want. You're cutting out a little bit, Tammy, your audio. How is that? Is that better? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, so tell us, living in New York. I was going to say, living in New York, you understand what the reality is. And the the apartment that Anne Marie had and that girl, and for anyone who isn't familiar with that girl, YouTube it. Great show, great great sitcom, but she's living in this fabulous one bedroom apartment with the fireplace. And she's an unemployed actress and she has the fabulous wardrobe to go along with it. And it's so funny because you look back and just say, Oh my gosh, now that's true optimism. (laughs) Right. That she could live that way uh, on the odd jobs that she got. Cause as, as I recall, she never really hit it big. She just had these odd little jobs here and there. Yes, that I'm sure didn't pay very much, but she had the most magnificent <laughs> wardrobe to go along with it, and she was one happy girl. With her great apartment. Yes, exactly. Great apartment on the Upper East Side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. How do, you, how do you develop and protect your sense of worth? We talk about worth a lot on this show because I think it's so important, like for our our girls, uh, our daughters, and, and our sons too. But right now, we're we're concentrating more on women, females. How do you develop and protect that sense of worth it, within yourself, so then you can model and share and show that to your daughter? You know, I really think that it your your core is your empathy, your core is your kindness, general kindness for yourself and for everyone else. And I think we really have to, for me, I really have to every day practice my ability to combat all of the negativity that's really thrown at us. And it's thrown at us a lot in in person, through media, be it social or more traditional media. I think for me, uh, to remain optimistic and have that strong drive to keep forging ahead, no matter what's thrown at us. It's really just understand that your core is who you are. Mm-hmm. Really help instill that for me, instill that in my daughter who will go through a very parallel um, existence living in the same city together. But her experience, of course, is so much different being younger, being, you know, going to school, um, but just remaining strong within and being strong within for all of us. It can mean so many different things, having faith, having faith in yourself, uh, really sort of a potpourri of, of um, mechanisms that we pull together to keep our strength. I love that. I love that. And I love that you are you are being that and speaking that into your daughter. That's so important. It's important. They're influenced by so many people. Yes. And you, you can't, we, so many people, unfortunately, make the mistake of uh, allowing other influences when they ha- still have control, meaning when your kids are really, really young, you have to spend time, really spend time with them and not just live in a parallel universe, but really spend time with them. It makes a huge, huge difference. And yes. for anyone who has any children, the time goes by so quickly, take advantage of that time together because you'll see the payoff when they're teenagers. During the more difficult years, they don't have to be as difficult if you've really built that foundation. <laughs> That's, that's great. 
What's a piece of wisdom that you keep handy? I think we we all have quite a few things that we turn to and, and pull from. I think of things in my back pocket, you know, that I can pull out when I need it. What's one that you'd like to share with us? Gosh, what a great question that is. Just for me, and I'll say this to myself more than I say it to my daughter, but just stay silent for a moment, close your eyes, and not just count to 10, but really think about where you are and how fortunate we, fortunate we are. And that doesn't mean, monetarily speaking, that doesn't mean anything other than we have to have gratitude for what we have. And it really makes you pay attention. And I think just that ability to pay attention to what's real and what's really important. Mm-hmm. For me, that's, that's something that I lean on daily. So that's, uh, that becomes a practice for you then to, to pause and to really um, sit in, be in a grateful place for, for, you know, fill in the blank, all of the many reasons that c- come to you in that moment. And that really helps probably inform the next moment, how you proceed and go into the next moment, having taken a moment for yourself. Right. And, you know, it's interesting because I remember when my daughter was very young and I would be walking her home from school and we were fortunate enough to be walking down a very, very nice avenue here in New York from her school to our apartment. And especially at Christmas time, the lights would be up and and it would be just beautiful because in the wintertime at 430, unfortunately, it's dark. But fortunately, there are beautiful Christmas lights, you know, all around us. And I would say to her on more than 20 occasions, look around you. There's so many people who have never seen this in person and you get to see it every day. Remember this because it's so beautiful. And this year at Christmas time, it was a little bit different. So I couldn't really say the same thing, but this year it was, do you know how fortunate we are to have so much time together that we normally wouldn't have had? And so the circumstances are different and, and there's so much sadness around us, but there is still the, the, the positive that we take from this is that we've been able to spend time together and others have been able to spend time together that normally they might've been too busy to really pay attention. So now instead of saying how lucky we are to look at the Christmas lights down the Avenue, but how, how fortunate we are to have each other and to spend this great time together. I can see that's where your optimism comes in. That's so wonderful that no matter the situation, you're able to really, as you say, pause and look for what there is still to be grateful for. I think that's, that is a great practice. And I'm going to, I'm going to start including that in my, in my routine. Thank you for that one. That's a great, that's a great takeaway. All right. We're going to take, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say growing up, we always heard, you know, make, you know, take the lemons and make lemonade. I think it's stuck, you know, because it really is so true. We can always find a way to make things better. Yes. I couldn't agree with you more. Yes, exactly. All right, now we're going to take our deep dive. We're going to go into the topic that you wanted to talk about. And I, I love this topic for you and for many of us because we are, um, I, I think it's wonderful that we live in a, a generation, our generation and the ones after us that 
I don't want to say we can reinvent ourselves, but we can enjoy and partake in a variety of different ventures throughout our life, assuming that we live a, a, a decent lifespan. So we can, um, you know, try different, um, sometimes they're passions and, and creative things, and sometimes they're more practical. And, and so, you know, some of us are fortunate to be able to sort of choose and head into some cool different directions. I just want to let the audience know that you are a very talented performer singer and I know that that you would not be tooting your own horn so I get to toot it for you and I know that that is something that you've done in the past as a career and I, I assume will return to on some level when things sort of get back but in the meantime you've developed this incredible product and I love that you have said that it, it's never too late to, to sort of reinvent or to take something that's creative or a thought that you have and see if you can't make it happen. Do you want to tell us about that? Sure. You know, it, I think so many of us feel as though, well, we've hit a point in our lives where we've done X, Y, and Z. We've had our families and now, well, let's just sort of relax and, and retire. And I remember my dad, even well into his 80s, he said, I don't want to rust out. I want to wear out. <laughs> and it's so great. And God bless him. He worked all the way through until the, the very end because he really enjoyed it. And it doesn't matter whether you're working in your career or as a job, you have to just find something that keeps you excited and stimulated. And for me, I, I, I truly feel it's never too late for anything. There's all I started, we started a family later in life than most. And for us, this was the best time. So it's all right now is always the best time, no matter what it is. And for me, with uh, this invention that um, I had sort of been dreaming about for a while, uh, I started, oh gosh, about five years ago. And it's, uh, it's an invention essentially to help keep your shirt tucked in. But something, <laughs> it, it sounds very easy and simple. And I guess it really is once you refine it. But five years later, I was, um, yesterday, you, you heard me at a very excited point. I finally received this utility patent that I've been waiting for for quite, quite a few years. But it's just, it's one of those things that, that it, becomes, it becomes a passion. It doesn't become the most important thing in your life, but it becomes something in mm -hmm. your life. And it can take you in so many different directions. And, and no matter what it is, I think my, my philosophy in life is, always look for something new because today is that new day that you might just find something that will help you help your family, help your friends uh, to, to be useful in this life is really, I believe why we're here. We're hearing noise coming. We, it's snowing again. And I just heard this huge pile of snow. <laughs> <laughs> How wonderful. I heard that what was at uh, central park at something like 13 inches or something crazy like that. It was crazy yesterday, and I woke up this morning, and there was no snow at all, and, it, and it's right now, it, it actually looks beautiful again, because they're just very light, fluffy, like still coming down. <laughs> oh, all right, so congratulations, by the way, on getting the utility patent, and so perfect timing to be able to talk about this, and, and you waited a long time, so you had to be very patient in that process. 
Do you want to tell us a little more about the product and how it keeps the shirt tucked in? This is something like, you know, I'm like visually trying to picture this. Yeah, it, it's, it's a garment that you would wear um, underneath, you know, in, uh, underneath as you would an, an undergarment. And I had to actually hire an engine, engineer to collaborate with to make a clip that would hold the fabric. So when, you, when, you, when you're wearing a blouse, or even if you're wearing um, a camisole, and that camisole is underneath an overblouse or an over jacket, much of the time when you're moving around, whether you're lifting your arms to take a coffee cup out of the cabinet, or you're bending over to pick up your child, your shirt pops out of your waistband. And typically when that happens, it's the side seams that are coming out. So I created this garment, but most important, what took the, the enormous amount of time is really the engineering this clip that would not only hold the fabric very tightly, but also strong enough that it would hold but not damage the fabric. Oh. We had a huge, huge amount of time just sort of going back to our manufacturer. and We finally, finally accomplished it. And there's nothing else like it on the market, which is why we ultimately did receive the, uh, the patent. But it was a lot hard work and a lot of collaborations with some very, very smart people, some very talented engineers. We need anyone who's tried to apply for any type of patent. It's a laborious job, but it's something that you could absolutely do. And if you have an invention, any entrepreneur, please do it. Do not give up because it is possible. Wonderful. And so when will you be launching this product for us to be able to, to look at and purchase? We are hoping that the launch will take place this year. We were a little bit behind because of factory issues, but also we were waiting to take take it to the next level. We really wanted to make sure that we had the patent in place. And so now that we have that in place, we can move forward. So we're hoping by fall. Oh, excellent. Wonderful. Okay, so we're going to have to kind of just wait on that, it sounds like, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so we're going to have to wait to purchase, wait to check it out. I'm obviously you'll have a website and a, a social media following and all that. So we'll have to have you back on again and tell us about part two of this so that we can, you know, help you get the word out. Wow. Well, that I just am so impressed that you, you know, you saw a need and you decided, well, why not me? Why not me? I mean, is that kind of how, how the, the genesis of this? How did this, because you're a performer. So how, how did you even come up with this? You know, it's really funny. I don't know how to sew. So my first garment that I put together was literally cutting up fabric and using a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> I took my, my little piece of fabric with staples all over it and a hot glue gun and took it to a neighborhood dry cleaner that had somebody who knew how to sew. And that's how I sort of cobbled the first uh, prototype together. So it's, it, you know, I think we all have ideas. We all have everyday problems, not problems, but everyday inconveniences that we, we think about, gosh, you have only. And we all, all have so many answers within us. And now, especially now, it's such a great time for anyone who finds an issue and finds a day-to-day -day problem that they say, my gosh, there's got to be a better way. There is a better way, and we can all find that better way. And we now have an easy entry point uh, to take it to market. And right. I think uh, that's really exciting. It is. 
Wonderful. Any anything else that you uh, that comes to your mind in our concluding time here? Gosh, um, I think right now we're we're living in a an environment. I'm so grateful that this election is behind us. Um, I'm hoping that as a community of people, a community in our country, uh, that we can finally, finally put some of the hate and negativity behind us. It's been so painful. Um, it doesn't matter what side of the political arena you sit on, whether you're on the right, left, or in the middle. I don't think any of us enjoy um, the the hatred and the, the nasty uh, back and forth that we've all experienced in the last years. So I'm hoping... Uh, my wish for the rest of this year and the years going forward is that we can all learn how to, I know it sounds so cliche, but I really mean it, how we can all get along. We don't have to agree with one another on everything, but there is discussion and compromise is a part of living in a, a civilized world. And I think we all need to sort of take a step back and remember that. And we should all learn how to behave the way we behaved in kindergarten. And just let's get along with everyone and be kind. You know, it's very funny that you should mention kindergarten because I recently wrote a blog about, um, gosh, of course, now I can't even think of the name of it. Isn't that something? But it talked about, you know, uh, everything that we, that famous Robert Fulgham, um, everything we learned you know, the kindergarten thing that you're talking about, like all the little rules that you learn in kindergarten, how we need to remember those and they should, they should still apply now. Yes. More now than ever. ever, Yes. And you know, you're right. We, we can disagree. We can have differing views and it really begins with uh, a sense of respect and kindness for the other person. Yes. And and actually, like, listening to what the other person says, really trying to see them and understand them and hear them, even if you don't agree. And you can have, like, a more than civil, you can have, it a, like, a humane, pleasant exchange of ideas. Like, oh, that's interesting. I don't quite see it that way. I see this. And then the other person listens. And they're not, they're not preparing their next answer with all this emotion. And, and I think that's one of the big things that this has been so emotional, like no matter what side you're on, it seems it's emotional. It is. And I think there's one word that many of us have forgotten and it's compromise. Simply compromise. Yes. Everybody a little bit happy, maybe a little bit unhappy, but together we can move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. It's very, as you say, and as you are very optimistic, it's uh, a great quality that you have. And yeah, (laughs) we need to, we need to get some more of that out there. Just let me ask you, do you, do you feel, and I know you're, you're primarily, you know, uh, sheltering in place and all of that, but when you are venturing out, do you, I mean, cause things can be palpable. Do you, do you have a sense of a, a different feeling in the air? Uh, here in the city, it is unfortunately, um, 
there's a lot of, of nervousness. There's a lot of um, angst. And you feel it. You feel it a lot more than you ever felt it before. But I do know this, and this is something that, and, and I, I, I hesitate to mention it, and I'm, I'm not mentioning it for any other reason other than to encourage people to help one another. Normally, um, I would be carrying a handbag. And when I carry a handbag down the street, you know, I, I would never go into my wallet to take money out to give to someone uh, just because we live in New York City and it's a little on the dangerous side to do that. So much of the time now I keep my pockets with my keys and with a credit card and with a little bit of money, not a lot, but, you know, a five and a 10 and a 20 is always at my fingertips. And where I used to have a rule that I would always, if somebody said they were hungry, I would go into a store and get them something to eat. There have been several times in the very recent past that people have come up to ask for money. And because I've had it at my fingertips, I've reached in my pocket to hand the, the bill to whomever was in front of me. And the look and the connection mm-hmm. that has been made, you look, I, 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 I'm at a loss for words because you, you look at this person and they look at you and you actually connect through your eyes. And the first words, 100% of the time. And I get chills because you've truly made a connection. It's not about the money, but it's about the fact that you actually connected with someone. And there's so many times that we just, we're so busy, we just keep walking. And it's, it's a different time right now. Right. And it's really important for us all to pay attention. When somebody needs something, whatever you can do, do it. Right. Oh, I love that. That's a great way to end. Okay, so you glitched out a little bit audio-wise, but 100% of the time they're saying thank you. Is that what you said? 100% of the time they're looking in your eyes and saying, God bless you. Seriously? Wow. Seriously. That's impactful. It is. Oh, my gosh. there's There's always this look of, I can't believe you stopped mm. as there's so many people that just keep going. And, and I was that person who would keep going. I would just keep reviewing, but we slowed down a little bit. We're not in as much of a hurry right now because things are slower and we're paying more attention and we all need to pay more attention across the board. Right. I agree. I, I love that you t- you're taking those moments to actually see that other person. Like you are a person even though you're in these circumstances, I can, I can help you in this small little way in this moment, not just with the monetary bill, but see you actually see you and have a moment. I think that's beautiful. That's very inspiring. Thank you for that, Tammy. And this time has been wonderful. Of course, I knew it would be. And we look forward to hearing more about your product when, uh, when things get closer and you can let us know more about it. It's, I, this is a definite benefit of social media that look at after all these years, we could reconnect. We had lunch together over a year ago when we were in town and we hope to come back to town when, when things uh, lighten up and we are, you know, uh, thank God for the vaccine. That's how I feel. I know there are a lot of anti-vaxxers out there. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm going to get my vaccine and I'm looking forward to traveling again. And New York's Absolutely. on the list. And I hope to see you. <laughs> yes. And I'll, I'll be in California. So I will see you there as well. 
Okay, wonderful. Well, take care and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Tammy. Okay, bye. Bye. Practical, wise, inspiring. Tammy has chosen to pay more attention, to be optimistic, and to look for the new things. You never know what kind of impact you can have. Plus, simply putting yourself out there with passion, some change you think will make the world better, even on a small scale, is worthwhile. You will feel good pursuing. You will feel good doing. And who knows how it will turn out. Remember, do not give up. Hard things can be done one step at a time. The Unabashed You website has photos, quotes, and a blog for each episode. Each episode's audio is embedded on its own page at unabashedyou.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and now Verbal, V-U-R-B-L. We invite you to subscribe, rate, and review. Social media, Instagram is Unabashed You, Facebook, Rochelle Renee, that's R-E-C-H-E-L-L-E, R-E-N-A-E, with the page Unabashed You. Twitter, at Rochelle Renee, that would be the same spelling. If you have questions or comments, email us at unabashedyou at gmail.com. We depend on website visits, social media, and word of mouth. We delight in growth, knowing these conversations make you think help you ponder and move you in some way. So continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And now our blessing. Although time seems to fly, it never travels faster than one day at a time. Each day is a new opportunity to live your life to the fullest. In each waking day, you will find scores of blessings and opportunities for positive change. Today, is a new day. That is written by Steve Maraboli. In Jesus' name, amen. Heed the charge to be positive, optimistic, be unabashed, be you.